0: Stoveleg Media, igniting conversation.
1: I'm Trisden. And I'm Ray. What we hope to do here is find a little bit of middle ground on some of these extremely polarizing social and political issues. Welcome everybody to Extreme Common Sense What's up, Ray?
0: Hello, Tristan. How's it going, man? It's not bad, not bad. In the throes of summer, it's a warmer now. It is. It's a little toasty. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot toasty, actually. And It is beautiful. We, we've actually gotten dry. We need some rain.
1: Yeah, no. This I don't recall it being this drought esque in recent years.
0: Hey, you know what I noticed? We What's all that? have these little crutches. Yeah, no, because I do listen to the show not because the content is great. Is it getting better at least? Oh man, it's a good question for somebody yeah, besides me. <laughs> we need an objective voice to answer. Yes, <laughs> almost fifty shows in, but you have a crutch where you go, yeah, no, really. And I've tried to figure out, yeah, no. I guess you've got it covered. Like those are both. You'll go, yeah, no. Notice. So next, then you no, can't next be, next be wrong
1: time. if the answer it's is yeah, no. Of. That's kind of what I was thinking.
0: Like yeah, no works because you're That's never. That's pretty wrong. good. Yeah, no. I like it. Yeah. And and we're doing the Trisden show today, right? Oh, that's we're what that's what questions. I'm
1: I'm told, yeah. I've,
0: I've got a few, man. I stole from you a little bit and um we actually didn't talk off air, so I hope nothing is too personal. There's only one or two I think that
1: Well, no, it might I,
0: be a slightly personal question.
1: I welcome the personal questions, but I might deflect them. Um sure. you know, one thing I thought too cuz I, I may have mentioned this on the Ray show. You know, we can't be 100% honest. Like, there's probably some answers that we're sitting in our mind, like, oh man, if this was me and you at a bar, I would say this. But here, no. Eh, I don't know if I'm going to pull that out.
0: Is anyone ever 100% honest?
1: You know what? I, I try to liar, be liar? sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah. In the movie Liar Liar, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah. No, I try to be tricky. sometimes. Well, there you go. Is that fully <laughs> honest? I try to be I, sometimes. I, I That's occasionally all you can try ask. to be periodically. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we're going to get to the Tristan show. I just, uh, we talked a little bit last night and I, said that I would tell this fairly entertaining story from this past weekend. Took a trip down to Memphis. I've got this group. It includes my brother uh, and a couple of other friends. And we've been doing these trips, I don't know, once every year, eight months or something. And so far, we've gone to uh, New Orleans, uh, Cleveland. Memphis. Now we're looking for another site. So a couple of them have never been to Chicago, which is a wonderful place to go. I suggested Asheville, North Carolina, because uh, one of the guys, it's it's like a third brother, Mark. Tommy and I grew up as brothers, and Mark was down the street. Him and my brother have literally, literally been friends for 54 years. They met in 1960. I don't know whatever that math is, but Tommy will be 58, and he's been friends with Mark since he was four. It's good friend yeah, time. Yeah, it's a hell of a friend. And Mark's a big craft beer guy, so I suggested Asheville, North Carolina, Ooh, which is just good a, call. Yeah, it's a beautiful spot. Yeah, it really is a beautiful spot. Love it, They're Biltmore, and it's just great. So we went down to Memphis. We had a wonderful Airbnb. Um, I'm not sure how much my brother loved or liked Memphis. It's a gritty city. Have you ever been? I have never been, but I would love to go to Memphis. It's a lot of history, man. Love to go see Graceland. Yeah, which we actually didn't do. You know the downside to Uber and everywhere is you don't have the freedom of your own vehicle. Like Graceland, I've never toured it, but I have driven by. In fact, Patty and I signed our name on the wall, and definitely cool to see. And on the other side of the street are lined up Elvis's airplanes and stuff. So Graceland is cool. We didn't do it because, you know, it wasn't really worth the Uber ride to not take the tour so sure. we kind of we we kind of scratched it off the list but we had this wonderful Airbnb plenty of room five bedrooms four of them had their own bathroom it was freaking great we had it for 3 nights we only spent 2 nights in it we locked <laughs> but, ourselves yeah. out on Saturday night. This is a true story everywhere. Unbelievable. We got back from Beale Street at like midnight and there was a code that opened the, the deadbolt. And my wife was ahead of me and she's like, Buzzy, the door's not open. And I'm like, just hit the code, you know. She's like, I am. The deadbolt's sliding, but the door won't unlock. So the long and the short of it is it was sort of on us, sort of more on really the owner who I did I feel like it's all on the us. owner. Yeah, okay, this is not on, on now, I'm, you I'm guys. trying to be polite. Now no, you no, sound like I, my brother. This is on, not on well, you Well, she guys. did refund that night's uh, lodging. She didn't refund the, the fees or the taxes. He was pissed at that. But, right, there should have been a backup plan. She didn't answer her phones. Her notifications were off. She actually called us about 8 in the morning, about 7 in the morning. Oh, a locksmith showed up and got us in. But there were people sleeping in... Um, you know, the uh, metal wrought iron chairs in the backyard. There were people sleeping on the, it looked like a murder scene across the front porch. No blankets, no pillows on the freaking concrete. Yeah, it was pretty, um, and, and it kind of didn't ruin Sunday, but it put a damper on Sunday because everybody's You're tired. Yeah, Raymond said, Dad, it looked like a defeated army. On and and I
1: mentioned this story. I was telling somebody <laughs> and they said, Where did they go to the bathroom? And I thought, I don't know where uh, they went the to the women, bathroom. women, I'm
0: not sure. The men, you know, it's. For sure. Uh, it's as long as you're going to, uh, yeah, number one exactly. you're safe i guess yes but. that is true and then my brother god bless him had found a hammock and this thing was a little raw but you know any port in a storm is was a little mildewy and stuff well we found out why it was mildewy oh no about 5 20 in the morning the friggin' sprinklers went off and oh, just no. covered 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 oh, him god. and the and then he just fell out of it trying oh, to get no. out right and he comes walking up and he's just like I didn't think this night could get any worse.
1: (laughs) Ray, that's the worst Airbnb story I've ever heard. Oh, man. That's really bad.
0: We've got a hell of a memory of Memphis. Yes, we will never forget Well, that's the thing,
1: too. Like, Memphis is not, you know, it's not Berea. Like, Memphis is, and I'm sure you guys were in a safe part of town, but, like, who wants to be in, like, a pretty dodgy city
0: yeah, spending right. the night in the yard? Yeah. Like, that's not the best. No, it was crazy. And I, I did call 911, and I made it clear this is not an emergency. And I told her the, our dilemma. And she said, you know, there's really not much our officers can do for you. But see, she was the one who suggested the locksmith. And finally, at, like, 7 in the morning, the locksmith showed up. So oh, we, we spent the night outside. True story. That is oh, unbelievable. God. But you put that on the owner. You got to have- A hundred percent. Okay. Well,
1: uh, there was nothing you guys could have done right. that would have been- Broken a window. You could have and, broken and, in, and, but-
0: and, and, and we thought about that, but ultimately we decided not to just because, you know, breaking a window is kind of shitty, so we just didn't do it. Yeah. Now, Raymond, he had a damn, like, battering ram limb. He was a little- uh, See, and I, I probably would lean more and, towards and he Raymond. he was ready, and I'm like, Ray, yeah. we're not breaking the window.
1: Man. Well, did nobody just it. suggest going to get a hotel and just say, Damn. i did i That's said one i think point, where I we should
0: been. probably all just get a hotel room or two and throw yeah. uh, in there but yeah ultimately we sat you know with our heads oh, Gosh, what it. a nightmare man. it was a nightmare it that was so that was our memphis story other than that mrs lincoln how'd you enjoy the show <laughs> yeah i <laughs> yeah. mean yeah. <laughs> just the one
1: spot that it was, was uh, made it a little bit negative and memorable
0: so i have not listened to the show where you asked me questions hopefully it's good so has it even question- dropped uh, maybe not. How are you? That's an easy enough question. Oh,
1: shit. Pretty good.
0: Yeah, pretty so good. How old are you now?
1: Uh, 42. Yes, no, 42.
0: Health is good. No health issues?
1: Man, you know what? Mostly good. I keep running into all these little stupid things now.
0: Yeah. Like, uh, I've got a little thyroid issue.
1: Uh, so are I, you still like, going
0: back to our friend who you had the interesting conversation with, who's a wonderful PA, but you had, you wondered with his politics being so crazy? I have,
1: you know what? Man, I hate to say
0: it. I I do. I'm looking,
1: I'm looking for a new family doctor in town. And it's less to do with his politics because I can, I can live with that. You know, people are kooky. You deal with it. But because he's a PA and not an actual doctor, there's things that he can't get done in a quick enough time frame it just makes it more of a pain in the ass. So I'm constantly calling, "Hey, did you guys get that done?" Well, it has to go through the actual doctor and it's oh, been a really? month and a
0: half. Oh, okay.
1: So I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm just I've just got to talk to a doctor."
0: Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so I didn't realize that. Yeah, so can he write prescriptions?
1: He can. Yes, he can write prescriptions for most things. So here, uh, I'll I'll uh, leave our listeners guessing. It's a, there's a controlled prescription. Not a mental thing, but that I, that I get that is, that has to be from an actual doctor's signature. And so that is what is just a complete pain.
0: So he cannot write it.
1: He, he cannot, the doctor himself has to write that particular
0: prescription. So he has sort of a doctor he works with for those kind of things
1: yes i guess the doctor uh well i don't want to say his name but yeah there's no. a, the doctor in town that he owns a few of the urgent care places i got you and so he sort of is the owner operator while he has pas in the i, in each see, spot. I see so, so and i guess they're all good to write prescriptions for amoxicillin but you know if you need anything slightly stronger than amoxicillin oh, it has it's
0: right interesting yeah so you are still kind of making debating as to whether or not you go back and well, so I
1: would love to just, I would like a simpler experience. I just want to deal with somebody that's a little less of a constant pain in the ass. But again, I can live with the politics. You can be politically crazy. Well, I'm, and, and, I'm not above that. I know that.
0: this fellow, he's a great guy. He's a wonderful that's, guy. Yeah, he's a wonderful guy. The best guy. doctor
1: I've ever had. Isn't that crazy? Yeah.
0: All right, Tristan, so I hear through the grapevine you grew up poor. That is, that's, that's accurate. So tell me the best thing about growing up poor and then we'll do that thing. The worst thing about growing up poor.
1: Well, uh, off the top of my head, one of the best things about growing up poor, and I just live this every day, is that no one has expectations for you. Like when you're impoverished, impoverished, and you're growing up in this poor part of town and even the poor people kind of look down on you like, ah, oh, they're never going to be shit. So like any victory you have in life, you know, oh, you bought a house. Oh, you paid off your mortgage. Oh, you, you know, you own cars. You have a job for several, you know, whatever. It's like everybody's impressed by everything. That's wild. So it's like once you sort of beat the expectations of growing up, you know, in a household with addiction issues and, and, and no money, like, uh, yeah, like nobody, Everything is just good. Nobody's like, I hey, could have been a doctor, or I hey, could have been a lawyer. Even though maybe that's the case, you know, the 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 sweet daily love of low expectations is nice.
0: That's funny. Yeah. So can you you often mention the word poor? Can you actually qualify it for us? I mean, do you know how poor you were? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> sure. I, I mean, I can give you examples. Like, and was it poor- a household with just you and your mom?
1: Intermittently, You know, mom always had boyfriends okay. coming in, so okay. some long-term. Uh, okay. more. But more your often.
0: biological father spent no time with you? Yeah,
1: I was with mom and dad were together until I was five, five. in California. That's when we moved here, or, you know, to the Cumberland Gap area. So it went from like, you know, we were in a night, fairly nice apartment in, you know, the San Francisco area to like... A trailer park was the first place we lived. So it was you know, totally uh, different. So let's yeah. get
0: back to the question of qualifying how poor. Okay. Let's ask about your folks. Cause it was kind of an odd relationship. Your dad totally was a, weird, a yeah. Jewish guy from New York and yeah. your mom was a Eastern Kentucky white woman. Yeah. Uh, Irish, uh, long line where? Irish and
1: uh, mom went to California. Uh, you know, she wanted to get away. I don't think mom had the best childhood and, uh, sort of just wanted to go do what a lot of kids do at You know, 17, 16. well, probably more so when they're 18 and older. But mom just
0: wanted to get away. And do you know what year she was born? 61. Oh, God. So her and I are pretty much the same age. Yeah. So she was a 70s kid. Yeah. Um, this is a very personal question that I don't have written down. You think she was one who engaged in all the 70s nonsense oh, and partying of and oh, marijuana? absolutely. She did. Okay. Co-
1: cocaine. Okay. Uh, yeah, mom was a partier. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha, I've gotcha, seen gotcha. Mom Graduated do. high school. Uh, got her GED. Okay. She did not and finish she grew
0: up, up in Kentucky?
1: man she was a military kid oh I was think, she? for a bit so she spent a lot of time in Alaska, which she loved and had and spoke fondly of um Texas so uh
0: she, she was, was born around.
1: in Cincinnati
0: born in Cincinnati yeah okay so Reynolds came from her that's r- from her dad correct so what was her maiden name her um Jesus. Reynolds. jesus wow it was jesus reynolds
1: <laughs> yes which is what i go by online wasn't that a movie yeah
0: <laughs> that's it jesus shuttles yeah jesus. you're not sure you don't it'll come to you her maiden name it was reynolds oh it was it was reynolds, reynolds. okay yeah. okay so that yeah. wasn't it
1: threw me i feel like the, the bright lights on right now but yeah she and, she didn't change her name to clap Holtz. and i was not okay, so i was gonna ask
0: me. you if you minded saying your yeah. dad's Yeah. And, no. and your dad was and is a talented uh, trisden oh, yeah um Trison brought me a, I guess a CD of your dad playing guitar which you would say is basically classical guitar? Yeah, jazzy like, classical. Well,
1: classical plus rock. Like it's, you know, he's got but a lot this of Zeppelin can and play, man. And, dude, if he had like if he was like a tenth as talented in like interpersonal communication Fathering? With, fathering, fathering,
0: like he would be, you know, Any the more greatest. children for your dad?
1: No. Then none, yeah, just me.
0: So they uh, you didn't answer this. They met where?
1: They met, I think they had a a job together. I think, actually, they were making these little, and I may be getting this wrong, but they worked in a factory where they were making these wooden candle holders.
0: Where? In California? In
1: California, in the Bay Area. And uh, I think um, they had a mutual crush on each other. I think mom was probably 16, 17. Oh, no shit. Dad was probably 22-ish. Oh, fuck.
0: So this was like late 70s.
1: Uh, yeah exactly this was late 70s 78-ish maybe yeah.
0: kind of hippie-ish she was for sure yeah how about him he's pretty straight
1: well no I mean he's a he was a rock star yeah. like kind of guy at the time oh, like, yeah? he was in bands and doing drugs and he grew up in touring. New York yes New,
0: New York Pennsylvania you know what year he was born
1: oh gosh I should I, I want to say 57. okay
0: yeah so again all in the wheelhouse of those Late seventies, a uh, baby boomers, exactly. Yeah. Certainly, baby boomers, and he leaves New York, gets out of school, and yeah, high he, school, college. He's,
1: he's going to live his dream and uh, make strike it big playing music. No shit. Yeah.
0: And how has that gone? I mean, the guy is amazingly talented,
1: super talented. Yeah, you know what? I think it. If there's a lot of stories. You know, he's been really close. I think on multiple occasions, which has I'm he? sure anybody that spends his their recorded life recorded albums. Yeah, it still records albums. Um, but he was uh. You know he won like Battle of the Bands. No shit. By himself, the best guitarist in, in the Bay Area at one time, which was had a lot of heat for him. There's he had a, he's on a, the cover of a national album. I've got it uh, on my wall. My mom actually wrote a song on the album. Oh, nice! But it's a national. It's called U.S. Metal, and you can jump on eBay today. And there's copies of U.S. Metal. My mom wrote a song on it, and my dad is playing guitar on the front of it. And it's kind of cartoon, but yeah, I mean, like a lot of, uh, you know, I think at a lot of different times he's been pretty close to making it really big and just as sort of
0: not. So what three digits do your, does your social security start with?
1: Five five one
0: five. Yeah. Okay, because mine's one. Yeah. Jersey. So oh. you. So you were born and you have any recollection of living in California? Definitely. Yeah. Oh, lot, you do. A lot of memories. So you consider yourself a California native? I do. You That's know, I, I feel like a lot of
1: my personality. I've just. I don't know if it's. You know, over time, I sort of want that part of the personality. So I kind of steal the convertible and the like, kind of going to the beach type of mentality. But yeah, no, I love uh, love the the California memories and the experience. And I've you know. Used to always try to get back every year or two, and haven't. You know, I need to do. And it more. your
0: dad stayed. Yep, he's, he's still in California. That's it. How uh, frequently do you speak with him? If
1: man, you know what, Dad and I have had this weird um, relationship of, uh, you know, I love him to death. I think he's a he's a a wonderful, moral, like great human being. Like he really is.
0: What's his first name?
1: Michael. Michael. But we will just like you know, I'll say the wrong thing or something he won't like, and he gets sort of offended by it, and then we won't talk for like a year. Now, as an adult, you know, when I was in high school and stuff, I would just sort of, eh, you know, he's a different guy, kind of emotional musician, artist kind of guy, and I would let it go. And the older I got, I just thought, man, I don't want to do that for the rest of my sure. life. And, you know, when he would pop out of my life, and we wouldn't speak for a while, yeah. and then I would just be like, I just don't want to do that forever. I just Did gonna, you
0: uh, so travel- uh, to,
1: to answer your question, I haven't spoke to him in like three, four years. Oh, no shit. Yeah. But again, wishing him always the spoken. best. You haven't spoken. Great guy. Speaking. I haven't speak. You speaked, haven't. Speak
0: to Use your California, not your Eastern Kentucky. Oh, I California. prefer
1: the Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, oh, again, cool. Ray, I appreciate it if you use your lower expectations for you, my vocabulary.
0: <laughs> I was poor, God darn it. Is your dad 100% Jewish? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So dad was Jewish. Ashkenazi so that, so, all the way, baby. So you are uh, 50% Jewish. 50 Jewish, uh, 50
1: Irish English-ish.
0: Yeah. Um, so do you recall the divorce? Was it pretty bitter?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, man, it's kind of weird and I don't know how much of this I really want to get into, but I know there was definitely some drug problems. Um, you know, and dad was just, I think he was just in a bad place. And by now uh, we're
0: in like the mid eighties, early to mid eighties, like 80, 84,
1: 85 a show. So like, I don't know that there was ever a point where like, Mom and dad hated each other. They were screaming at each other. It wasn't anything like that. It was just, you know, it just sort of the situation dictated it had to end.
0: So she, uh, when it ends, comes to eastern Kentucky. And what's that connection?
1: To be close to family. Her mom was in Pineville, Kentucky. So we came to live. Man,
0: what a hell of a difference Culture shock,
1: man. It was just, yeah.
0: And you actually have a recollection of that at around age five? I
1: remember the Greyhound trip. You know, oh, it was a I, Greyhound trip. And I remember- You and her. Yeah. And I always remember, you know, one of the things I love about the movie Citizen Kane, it's his <laughs> his uh, his his sled. And that was the thing. Like, when we moved across country, we forgot my stuffed animal. And I always remember no to this day, like, I fucking really wish that we could have grabbed that stuffed animal. So, yeah, no, I remember it very well. So, this well.
0: is a sidebar. Are you a Citizen Kane fan? Yeah. That's great. Because yeah. I have, you know, our friend Matt Yeager, who, you know, graduated UK with a degree in theater, is, oh, you know, it's his- favorite movie he always lists it number one and i've tried i know the story well and but i don't believe i've ever watched it start to finish it's tough it's a slog yeah you got to commit i've and i'm not that into like Jaeger's just amazed by what orson welles did in, sure what 39 cinematography and one yeah, lot of the, the camera the angles and yeah, things yeah, that yeah. weren't and done so if and, you sure. know that's it's like it's yeah. like i was never into rush because i'm not a musician you know right <laughs> exactly i respect them i there love you go him, but, you know yeah yeah never saw him. Well, the
1: technical aspects. So of it.
0: so dad was out of the picture by about age 5. Did you have a male figure, a father figure in your life?
1: Um, you know, once we came over here, I mean, mom had a had a train of of male figures, I would say, in my life. <laughs> you know, the the first guy that I guess of of note was uh, Ken Ayers who was He had about 30 gunshot wounds. Oh, shit. He was a state trooper who was shot up multiple times. Jesus. And he was much older than her. He was like in his mid-50s while she was in her mid-20s. And uh, we lived with him for several years, and he had a horse farm. So we rented horses. So from like five, six years old to like seventh grade for me, I was working on this horse farm.
0: And they were living together, but never married.
1: Never married. I think, you know, and
0: he treated you okay. Mr. Uh, He was, he was pretty good to me. Yeah, Yeah,
1: for sure. He was, different and you know mom showed his gunshot wounds oh yeah you get to see the gunshot wounds all the time <laughs> I mean, he was one of these guys you know had 400 guns in the house yeah i could just at ah. seven years old go grab a gun walk out back and start shooting oh, nice. so yeah it was definitely a country That's cool. way to grow up it was wild
0: uh So I think I asked you this before, but I'm not certain the answer to did you during that time make it back to California to see dad or ever take another Greyhound back out or fly out? You
1: know, probably starting in maybe 89. So there was probably like a four year gap.
0: When you were um, nine-ish, eight or nine. Yeah.
1: Well, and in full disclosure, I, you know, if, if, I can't imagine Dad would be mad about this at any point if he heard it. But he dealt with some pretty severe mental illness for a few years. He was oh, he? he was pretty depressed. So the reason that was really part of the reason I think the marriage part of fell the apart. reason that the marriage, or maybe at least why it didn't remain as amicable as it could have. And then, the main reason why we probably didn't go visit for a few years, but then once he kind of got himself back on track and completely back on track at this point, again, except for being a great dad, but uh you know, then you know, I would go back and spend time with him and his new wife, and you know, he, so he re- remarried, he remarried but and yeah, our no kids
0: right. still with that same woman.
1: No, uh he, they split after maybe ten, twelve years, and he's been with another lady um for jeez, since probably. Oh, two, oh, one ish. So they've been together now for what? Like 20 ish years.
0: Now, if you're hanging out with your biological dad, you like him. He's, he's, he's affable for sense, sure. sense of humor. Got that Jewish sense of humor? No,
1: not he's not John Stewart. You know he's he's a serious guy. I think because he's a serious artist and like Mm -hmm. his personality is like he'll joke around. Like he's he gets it. Like he used to like listening to like uh, prank phone calls and stuff. Like he 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 has a sense of humor, but I don't know that he's gonna sit around and have you cracking up. How about your mom? Mom, very much so. Oh, she was mom was she was very funny. So your
0: sense of humor, you'd say, is more from your mom?
1: Completely from my mom.
0: And how about love of politics?
1: Oh jeez, honestly, neither. You You know, just sort of developed it yourself. Just developed it over. Yeah, it's kind of on my own. Would you?
0: Did you know them well enough to know where they would be on the political spectrum? Well,
1: yeah, I've definitely. You know. As an adult, had several political conversations with my dad. His new longtime girlfriend is very political, so and I think he's more indifferent. Again, like it's just not his thing. He's not he's into thing. music. He's not into politics. And what but, part?
0: And still in the Northern California Bay yeah, Area.
1: Exactly. Fuck, yep. it's
0: so expensive. Very How much. How do they pay those bills? Well, you know, I think been she, there she
1: owns her house and has probably owned it since the seventies. And yeah, you know, but yeah.
0: So we talked about the best thing of growing up poor, which is low expectations. That's it, low expectations. So right. a very heavy question. What's the worst thing?
1: Oh shit! Maybe the same low poor. expectations, man. Maybe the same thing uh, because you know uh, you do feel you do get a sense of man, like the sky could be the limit, but you almost limit yourself because yeah, you know, what what can I do as a you know poor kid from Appalachia? You know, um, I don't know. There's there's probably much worse things like not eating that would suck. Or,
0: I mean, you never not ate.
1: No, I did not eat. And thanks to the government. And that's the reason I vote Democrat. Thanks to food stamps and thanks to, you know, these programs that allowed mom to always have food no matter what. So yeah, I mean, and even the churches that would always give mom food and food
0: banks. So did you feel like you had kind of a special bond with your mother?
1: Oh, definitely. Only child, you know, raised by my
0: mom. Yeah, for sure. And then what happened after Patrolman Ayers? Was there another guy? Let's see. After
1: Patrolman Ayers, it was um, I'm trying to think. Well, Dennis. Did
0: she never remarry?
1: She never remarried. Oh, she she didn't. was pretty close with Dennis, who was kind of her long term for a really long time. Um, and he was
0: okay. Yeah. Uh, eh, he Kentucky was. Kentucky boy?
1: No, he was the Detroit guy. Oh. So a Detroit guy. And Dennis. Dennis, great guy in a lot of ways. I still keep up with Dennis; like we we still have a pretty good relationship. But mom developed her alcohol dependency through the time where she was really with Dennis, and he really enabled that. I got you. So it was a very difficult. Now, how
0: old are you at this point?
1: Man, like ten to seventeen ish years oh, old. So like so, basically, I moved out at seventeen. Tough years for you. So like, yeah, like basically. You know, end of grade school, middle school, high school was, you know, dealing with mom's dependency issues and her and Dennis like every night just screaming at each other. Oh, no shit. Like just brutal. Oh, really? So just while you're a teenage kid? Yeah. So like, well, 13, 14, you know, all the whole way. So, So did
0: you have a place to escape to? A buddy's house you went to? A lot of friends,
1: man. A lot. I would go spend, uh, you know, Time with a lot of friends. But, you know, when I was home, a lot of a lot of times I would grab there was a school, an elementary school in walking distance from my house. I would just grab a basketball and I would go to the to the back uh, to the to the basketball goal at the back of this school, the outside and just shoot basketball for hours.
0: And this is Pineville?
1: No, this is actually Rose Hill, Virginia. So the first place we moved from is California right was border? Pineville. Yeah, pretty close. If you know where Middlesboro, Kentucky is, yeah, sure. you go through the tunnel in yeah. Middlesboro and, and then, then you're in Virginia. Okay. And like you're eight minutes from where I go. up. It's just
0: that little piece of Kentucky and Virginia, that border. That's it. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. Pretty, no, yeah. pretty country. Oh God. Yeah. So gorgeous.
1: But, but yeah, no, so they're <laughs> just very dysfunctional. Like I didn't, I didn't, I was never abused, you know, I was never hit, but it is. Something I'm sure a lot of kids of alcoholics or whatever will tell you, like just the nightmare of, even if you're not personally abused, like to just constantly have to be involved in the drama. It's just, it is, it's just like a daily conscious, you know. What was
0: her, uh, what was her drink of choice?
1: Oh, Bush Light.
0: Oh, so she's a beer drinker. Beer drinker, But she just drank a lot. But
1: when she would drink, you know, and I'm sure there were some pills. I'm sure she was, she took pills too and, uh. Yeah, God, when she'd mix in some liquor, man, it was over.
0: So when you say you left at 17, was that for Berea College?
1: Actually, Berea College said you were almost good enough to get in. So I had to go to community college for a year. Oh, no shit. So I went to Mountain Empire Community College for a year. Which is? In uh, Big Stone Gap, Virginia. Made famous by the novel Big Stone Gap.
0: Uh, How far from your home?
1: About an hour 15.
0: You lived there? Yeah. Oh, no
1: kidding. Yeah, actually, it was pretty cool. And again, thanking the Democrats, there was some... Uh, student housing that was like need-based actually it wasn't even student housing it was just like projects basically but it was need-based yeah, and i got school a school hat.
0: yeah had well it wasn't too.
1: yeah yeah and it was a dollar a month so me and my a buddy dollar for a month we paid a dollar a month plus utilities tv you know whatever we wanted oh, so we're just in this apartment and uh, that was my first year after high school and then transferred into berea
0: and who's we just somebody at random or you- well, it was a
1: buddy from high school uh gary klaus uh, god bless him just out of jail and uh, you know oh, good, good for you gary
0: So your agreement is with Berea College that if you go to this junior... No, no, no. They just
1: denied me, and so I went for a year to... And then
0: reapplied? Exactly. And got in? Yeah. No kidding. And Berea, to its
1: credit, is pretty hard to get into. I think they only accept like 25% of applicants. So, and you know, I was right on the cusp on everything.
0: So did you... travel back to see so how far was brea from where you were in virginia i'm gonna say two and a half three hours no
1: it's it's actually it's only like from right here probably to the doorstep where i grew up it's like two hours
0: okay so it was a trip you could make yeah yeah we we
1: would okay here's a funny quick sidebar story for you i would always one of the things i really had fun with especially in college was bringing my friends from college to see how and where I grew up. Cause I think they always like, Oh shit. You know, it was a lot. So I took my best friend, Brendan, who's been on the show yeah. and a couple of our other baseball teammates. And we went to my grandpa's house who was still alive at the time. And, um, we were, he had, he had a trailer, but it was a pretty nice trailer. It was out in the country. Um, just, you know, a little scenic little spot. And now this
0: is your mother's father, my mother's father. Okay. Correct.
1: And, um, we were, we were, everybody was getting ready for bed and, uh, My friend comes out and he's got this, got a big pillow. He's like, "Man, did you see this this pillow?" I was like, "No." So it's like a big, like queen size pillow, and it's full of pot. And so, this is not a guy that's ever held, you know, six pounds of pot before. And it was, you know, just you know, placed on the bed as a pillow. So yeah, I've 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 got all these like ridiculous stories for people. Came from? Oh, just was my grandpa's big huge amount of pot that he would have either been smoking or selling or, you know, whatever now, uh, he wanted
0: to do. This may be a tougher question. How old was grandpa? Would he have been in world war II better or a little younger?
1: No, I think a little younger. A little I don't, younger. Yeah. he may have had some service time, but I don't know that it was anything wartime or substantial an Old
0: country boy. Was he in your life?
1: You know, intermittently, you know, he was, God loves smoke. He was smoke. Smoke is what smoke everybody called. Him? What everybody called my grandpa. Smoke Reynolds, smoke Reynolds, no shit. Luther, but smoke, <laughs> But you know he's he was a substance abuse guy. You know no he kidding. and they said that he was a little bit abusive um when he was younger. Actually cut a man's nose off was one of the oh, things. Like kind shit. of a just a roughneck kind of guy. But you know the guy that I knew was you know a little bit older little 5'10 bit 160 this uh, little fellow. No. No grandma? Grandma Ruby who uh just barely survived. COVID is about 20 minutes away in the rock castle, uh, long-term healthcare hospital right now,
0: but they were not.
1: No, no. Together. They stayed split probably in the seventies.
0: Man, brother, you could write a book. Jeez. Oh, that's a, that's great. Yeah. They're the Eastern <laughs> Kentucky folks. So were there other families? Did your mom had brother, sister?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. She has four or five siblings, a couple of them local, my aunt, I've got a, an aunt, Tanya, who's still in Middlesboro, I still keep up with, and, and her uh, her daughter, Alexis. So, yeah, there's some and patches of family most around. Most
0: of them stayed in that eastern Kentucky area?
1: Yeah, they're they're in uh, Middlesboro.
0: So, oh. Yeah. You get back there occasionally? Well, my or... wife's
1: family's from there, so oh, okay. maybe like once a month, I'd say, at, at least. Oh, okay. we're We're back. Can you see
0: some of your family?
1: A, a little bit. Yeah, I don't get to see Tanya as much as I like. I get to see Alexis uh, occasionally. Is but your mom me. the only
0: one that's passed?
1: No, her younger brother Stan also passed, also with addiction issues. I think he had a oh, pretty no, bad did. severe uh, liver cirrhosis. Um but I think they're the only two to pass. Knock on wood.
0: And your mom died what?
1: 16 November 20... 16th of 2016. 16. Okay, so yeah. 6
0: years. Yep. Okay. But you had you had grown close. I mean, you you
1: Oh man, as close as you can ever be to anybody that probably has substance issues. Like, yeah, I just, man, I just thought the world of my mom because the thing about her, like, I always felt very loved by my mom. It was a very I love you kind of situation with her. It was always a hug before you leave, even though it was like you're...
0: Yeah, you said that as a I love yeah. you family.
1: So you even even though you, like, also despise them at the same time because what they're putting you through with the, with the substance is like, well, she loves me and I love her back, but god damn this is fucking a daily nightmare.
0: So she never really kicked it.
1: She kicked it once she started doing chemo. I always tell wow, the story so right for,
0: to, she was yeah. Sick.
1: So, but I tell people like, man, the best two years I had with my mom was like 2014 through 2016 when she was, uh, you know, when she sick. basically, she was sick, but she was clean and you know, we were able to have these great conversations and, you know, it was we're also, you know, kind of a microcosm of the rest of our life, even though part of it was totally miserable because he's dealing with cancer. You know, it was this great, you know, we were able to have this great rekindling and sort of be super close, which was really nice.
0: That's really cool. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool Um, in a way. So near as I can figure, you love watches, cars, and baseball cards.
1: I do like you those basically,
0: things. um collect them,
1: right? It's, well, it's more so I just hate money. So I like wasting money on dumb shit. But yes, I do love those things. Yeah,
0: I don't know if you hate <laughs> yeah. no. um, So those are your... Those are, those are your attractions. What, what, you know, what, what makes them attractive to you? Those things specifically. And is there anything else you collect? Yeah. I
1: collect a little of everything. Like autographs. I'm a kind of a pack rat with. How many autographs um,
0: you got? Man, probably 60, 70. Sports figures. Mostly sports stuff. Yeah. Collected in person or you bought some?
1: Probably more so bought, but definitely plenty in person stuff too.
0: So when you buy one, how do you have it verified?
1: Usually it's a PSA, DNA, process oh, yeah. that he goes Our, through and it comes slabs are uh, you autographs
0: know. Uh, valuable depending or depending
1: yeah. for sure depending on what you got but yeah i mean geez a bruce autographs probably oh, 10 grand or something Shit.
0: so so what, who do you figure your who, who what autograph do you like the best and what one you think is most valuable
1: man i may have mentioned this on the show I've, I've got i've got several nolan ryan autographs because he was my hero as a kid mm-hmm. um they're probably worth 100 bucks each but uh, man, one of my favorites is probably I've got a Mickey Mantle autograph. I've got a Satchel Paige autograph no that kidding. I think is pretty pretty valuable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd have to go through and look. But yeah, I've got I've got a few pretty nice
0: ones. I know a family in Jersey, the Gearys, that had an autograph, and I don't think they ever had it valued. But the family joke was sell the sword. They had an autograph. An Abraham Lincoln autographed sword. Holy shit. Right? Oh, God. That's... So anytime there was any kind of family financial issue, sell the sword.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, isn't?
0: I mean, what is that worth?
1: That's got to be, geez, quarter of a million dollars. I would
0: think. I mean, yeah, how many Abraham Lincoln, know. you know. Um, watches? How many? Oh. You,
1: two? you know, it's funny. People that know that I collect watches always think I'm going to give them this great number. But I've probably got like 10 watches, but they're pretty
0: nice watches. What's the aggregate value? Oh, if you want to say man. a couple of rolexes
1: i think i've got five rolexes right now oh geez somebody's gonna to listen to this and rob me i well, keep the, i keep the, it in a safety the, yeah, deposit no, box okay that's cool because I, I remember one day when <laughs> yeah. we were
0: out in the street you bounced the figure off me of what your watch was worth and i'm like jesus christmas we're not talking 800 bucks yeah it was it's a um, few pretty nice
1: ones yeah. and i should sell them and just pay my house off or something. and you've but- done
0: that how wheeling and dealing
1: wheeling and dealing yeah which to mom's boyfriend long-term man dennis he was kind of a hustler from detroit and i just picked up so much on that like he traded cars so i like i like trading cars so i still do it to this day like That's, i it sounds lazy around.
0: to do that shit because it's a lot of work but to your credit it really is always i just like always
1: being busy and doing stuff so for me it's you just do. a fun hobby to yeah,
0: yeah. So you don't have that lazy streak that I do. That's been the bane of my existence. I, God gave me some decent skills. I can orate. I can write a little bit. But God damn, he put a lazy streak in me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. but which, you, which credit has, to you for noticing it, though. Most people don't notice it. right? How lazy I am? No, not you. My how lazy notices. you
1: are. But just their own, they don't look <laughs> introspectively to say, I'm a bit lazy. No, I'm pretty Most introspective. That. That's another thing right. God gave me. Enough yeah, to know. Like, and, nice. and
0: being lazy like doesn't work. <clears throat> like If your wife asks you to do something, come on, honey, you know I'm lazy. That ain't getting <laughs> you out of doing it that's fucking lazy leave me alone
1: you know i've I've really it's funny for me (laughs) i went from being the older i get the more that i don't want to be lazy but i still you know i still have my things like i'm still lazy with
0: specific things well when i look at our kids you know it's funny how the kids you know take on traits like brielle has enormous ability to uh Write jokes and be funny, but she's kind of lazy. Ray, funny. Ray's a lot like mom. I mean, I guess that's where Patty and I are opposites attract. Yeah, because she is not lazy. I remember one time. I'm sorry, this show's about you, but no, i you're on this side. So I'd try to help out and intervene, you know, where you can. And I remember Brielle was, I'll bet you she wasn't even 10. She might have been eight. And we were doing something. And and she said to her mom, Well, you're just lazy. And I was like, Oh, no. Kid, you remember Blazing Saddles where the Bible gets shot? Son, yeah. you're on your own. It was like, yeah. Kid, you're on your own, man. There's nothing I can do oh, for you. No. God help you, is all I'll have mercy on you. And oh, my God. Patty just wore her out. Oh, physically? So. So, not physically, okay. But just now, we I, I might have hit my kids. I don't know, Trisden, in, in the time there, maybe three times.
1: Nice. I always wonder, like, I mean, as no, not know, a parent, if I would ever because or whatever. I think you yeah. want to not do it, but then maybe like there's probably a time or two, or maybe it just So I don't you'll know.
0: not be a parent. Is that a personal? That's maybe too personal. Is it no, a, just I don't a care. Decision you made, or
1: I mean, I don't, uh, yes you may, and no. You,
0: when did you meet and fall with your fall in love with your wife? We,
1: uh, let's see, we started dating in two thousand six, married in oh eight, and then you're and then and that's going on fifteen years. Yeah, going on fifteen, and really, we just never we've never made an effort to have kids. We just sort of felt like either so it would right, happen. Or it you're going to be much wealthier. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: <laughs> I guess then we're going to have to give it all to the nursing home because we don't. I won't. Uh, I won't name his name, but uh, there's a. Young fellow, well, he's 28 or 9, who's, who has worked for us at Galaxy for some time. He's pursuing his college degree and works in the kitchen, and he's a good guy. So he's got a, about 10 days off uh, coming up. So I asked him if they were going anywhere, and he said, yeah, we will at the end of the week, but I'm starting the week by getting a vasectomy. Nice. So obviously he has made a decision that kids are never going to be a part of his life.
1: Well, yeah. Well, they're easily reversible, so I mean, it, oh, I'm sure if he wants to try to have kids at some point you could.
0: And I've never talked to anybody who had one who didn't have pretty serious discomfort for 28 to 48 hours.
1: I can't imagine. That's a fun thing. No, I mean, I
0: mean the ice pack and uh, so um, your profession, does it as a salesman, does that sort of um, vice president, please mesh? Yes. Does it, which you can tell your title, but does that sort of mesh (laughs) with um, your, your, your wheeling and dealing kind of, does it work together?
1: Man, I think if you're familiar with the movie uh Slumdog Millionaire right. by Chance right, the right. book which is my favorite book the movie I didn't like Your favorite book well wow. my favorite book but the movie I thought was kind of mediocre but it's almost like if you're familiar with it everything in this kid's life sort of mattered you know in his development to win this million dollars and you know yeah. if you're familiar but anyway so it's yeah sort of for me like in what I do I think my personality growing up poor There's a lot of factors that help, like just being able to talk to people. But I think it's also, for me, just in being in – as somebody that sort of sells, is really just being able to relate to people with multiple personalities. Like, I think growing up poor – Relating to to
0: people with multiple personalities, meaning?
1: As in – you're going to deal with the guy that, that owns a, a car lot who may find himself a little preppier versus the guy oh, that owns the transmission you shop. You can do that. Yeah, I may
0: have worded yeah, that, that yeah, wrong. Yeah, no, yeah, No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. A, 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 an ability to sort of be malleable with your Correct. personality. Yeah. I think that's yeah, – maybe and that's it, where you yeah. and I have a sort of a bond in doing this show because I think that's – I think I have that ability too. Yeah. You know, you don't, you're not just always going to be that guy who's forcing yeah. yourself on people. Right. So, so would you say salesmen are born or made? Uh, you know, I guess you can make a salesman, but I think it's a trait that you either have or sort of don't have. Right.
1: I would say both. I, I, yeah. I think, you know, if it's something you really want to do bad enough and, and you study it enough, uh, there's no reason why you couldn't become that. But no, I don't think you can teach like empathy. I don't think you can teach communication to the degree that you need to communicate um so i don't know some traits you probably
0: need to be born with but i'm sure a lot you could teach and now at 42 and tristan good gracious! i know we're trying to do a little bit shorter shows we haven't mentioned sponsors we've got a little bit comedy and it's already almost 40 minutes um but uh the tough side of life like you're probably too young yet but you know any regrets oh gosh you know what just
1: i guess the same shit that everybody else has like i just wish that i had been a little I don't even know that I wish I'd been smarter. I wish I'd had better people around me giving me better advice because it's just, you know, as much as I love my mom, she couldn't sit down and say, well, let's look at these colleges and and consider this, or this might be the type of lifestyle you want. Like everything that I've accomplished, I don't want to sound like that Republican prick that says he's self-made because, you know, I'm not rich or anything, but you know, it, it would have been nice to have just had some really good folks giving me really good advice at certain times. Like I had, I think I may have mentioned on the show, I had a, a, a dinner with Brian lamb, the founder yes. of C-SPAN yes, and an opportunity to go work at C-SPAN. Oh no shit. But I didn't have anybody to tell me, Any man, you really have to means do that.
0: Your way to do that. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. no, I think the mean, I think the school would have paid for it. I think just- yeah. It, but it was just the, you know, I was scared. You know, you, you're scared sure. of shit because you're young and, oh, sure. I don't want to go, whatever. You know what
0: I think about my life? If I would have, I was 19 in 1979, and I'm probably only an hour, an hour and a half away from Bristol, Connecticut, where I grew up in North Jersey. I should have just fucking gone to ESPN in 79 and said, man, I'll sweep the floors. My my love oh, God, of sports that been great. got some ability to sit behind a microphone. And yeah. who knows, maybe I'd have been Chris Berman. But no you know, question. You, just didn't, you know, right. I, Lost my mom when she when I was nineteen. Yeah. And I was just so directionless. Were you ever no, directionless? That's it. No,
1: that's exactly it, man. Because oh, I had the direction. Once I finished college I had no direction and I should have went um,
0: to and, you the know, military. No, <laughs> I should have went I to often think I should have. I, uh, uh, and I don't mean that as directionless people go to the military, sure. but it does good. It, it does give you direction. Sure. as fuck, yeah. It does. Yeah. yeah.
1: No, well, I wish that I had moved to Boston because I talked about it after college and a buddy of mine had a friend in a comedy club and I always sort of had it secret passion about going Do into comedy and I wish I would have just, and again, not that, you know, I'm I'm saying I would have done anything with it, but it's just those few years before you're serious with a girl and before life really hits you and your mortgage, and you can go do shit like that. And you can go live in New York for a year. That's right. And and I was just I I I wish that I had been a little bit more, I guess, just motivated to do that. You know, after college, I just finished up, and like college for me was probably your son could relate to this being so big into his fraternity, like the family that I had in real life versus my college baseball family was like mm. they were my real family mm-hmm. so when i left college and like my baseball family dispersed like i felt really alone and then like I, I broke up with her my college girlfriend broke up with me so it was just like i just found myself one day out of school in this shitty apartment with like no people that's funny. and it was like life just hitting you in the face at a thousand miles per hour and i was just like where do i what do i do you know because i all the things that i sort of thought Maybe I would do. We're just not happening at that point. So, yeah, I wish I would just had sort of taken that said, man, I'm just going to go to New York. I've got family up there. I'm going to go to Boston. I'm going to go to California. Now, this
0: is when you were at a Berea College?
1: Yeah, just at a Berea. I wish I would have just spent a few years just sort of figuring it out instead of just kind of getting a middle-of-the-road job and kind of hanging out. Yeah,
0: I I I believe, Tristan, correct me if I'm wrong, but I am pretty certain I hired you at Wallingford. I think you came up looking for like a board-up job or something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you and I – Spoke first. I mean, ultimately, yeah. I guess Kelly signed off, but I think
1: yeah, you and I, I, had the first I believe that's right. I also feel like I talked to George Robbins at some point. Did you go so back that far?
0: Because you were like 4 05, weren't you? I think George was, was gone by then. Was he? Yeah. George okay. split, then,
1: I think. Yeah, two, then it had to be you 000, and Kelly, because yeah, it was 0, 05. I started. You, like, 05. Fall yeah, no, 05. George was
0: gone. Okay. Because you mentioned uh you mentioned self made men. It was a it was a George Robbins line that he used to describe Ernie Fletcher, who wound <laughs> up being governor, <laughs> right. who used to come up and call on us as a congressman, and he said Ernie is a self made man in love with the creator. <laughs> which is a great line. That's pretty now, George good. George might've stolen it from somewhere, but yeah. Um, all right. So I, unfortunately I think we got to wrap it up. So tell us what we don't know about Trisden what you'd like people to know. I mean, oh, I enjoy these shows. I think you and I could probably drive cross country. I, I think references. I think so, you have a lot of references. Sure. Do you play Jeopardy? Uh, when it's on do you do okay
1: okay i mean i don't know i don't know what the gauge would be but yeah i I I feel comfortable the
0: gauge is i mean truly i think a really great player is going to get 50 percent of the questions i don't i'd say i get a third yeah i think a third is pretty cool
1: probably in in uh, opening jeopardy i probably get a third i don't know about
0: i think a third puts you in pretty good company
1: yeah double jeopardy not as much or with the second round or whatever so
0: Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't double know. Jeopardy, yeah. Yeah, I, I
1: don't know. I don't really have anything that I want people to know. I guess <laughs> if I maybe would have thought about you it. You read I, a lot. Uh, I'm always reading. Yeah. Yeah. I don't.
0: That's what makes you. That's how you build references and do well sure. on Jeopardy. There's not been a Jeopardy player isn't a reader. Yeah. Uh, a successful Jeopardy.
1: Player. And only one president that wasn't a reader, I think.
0: That we've had. <laughs> I can guess who what, that we, is. What was his name again? Well, yeah. They used to accuse Bush of that, but think of how great. Well, he, we had he
1: put it. out his reading list, you
0: know, like think the rest of them. how great we had it under oh. George W. And that is a problem with liberals. They got to start it's true. stop beating up every. That's yeah, true. We, we don't. Well, Tristan, good a damn pleasure, it. man. We got to know you a little bit. How about
1: that? Yeah, and I wonder how much I'm going to have to ask Troy to edit out so my family doesn't disown me from you all know, this. I mean,
0: I think you were you not know, not too bad. bad. Fair I didn't him. shit on anybody. And the California family that's uber successful impossible possible meets and such—that's your dad side
1: that is my dad's side that's correct
0: and so you're all the
1: talent like they're all so talented so
0: your dad's sister married the gentleman that developed impossible meats yeah exactly so that's blood <clears throat> that's it and how is he is he now that could get you into trouble can you speak can you talk to him is he, not, yeah um it's like a brilliant cat uh, he
1: brilliant guy he's not blood it's funny no he's not blood he's my uncle by marriage i, I will say this it's funny i've not inter like i haven't my whole family spread out, which is definitely a life regret that I've got so many people in my family that I care about that I've just had no time with at all. And I would say the only real time <clears throat> I've had with my uncle as an adult was at his son's wedding. We stayed in Florida and they actually talked us into staying another night with them. They're like, just stay in our room. We got to pull out the couch, super down, like very cool people. Like you wouldn't know that they were brilliant and you know, whatever. So and and just had the best conversation. I mean, we laid in bed, the four of us—my aunt and uncle, and me and my wife—and I just chatted with them.
0: So, can you give us that story real quick? That can be the last thing you can tell us. I mean, Impossible Meats is incredible, and he basically—and you don't have to give his name, or you can if you want—but he's essentially easily
1: Googleable. I'm sure
0: it's his Impossible Meats is him. It was his.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it was his brainchild just trying to save the world, like trying to do better for our carbon footprint and uh not an ounce of like trying to get rich or an ounce of like this can make me something. But in the
0: process he has.
1: For sure. Well, he already was. He was a, a professor or a emeritus at Stanford University. Like he he didn't need money or fame or you know, I'm sure the stuff he'd already had published and you know and my aunt, uh just as brilliant. You know, they, they both are They've, they found each other and they were, they're perfect.
0: And impossible meat is good,
1: man. I had some of the sausage, man, they should kick in for this, by the way, if we're going to shout them out, but, Yeah, they uh, should. <laughs> but the, uh, I had some of the sausage for the first time actually this week at Cracker barrel and man, it's, it was just as easily as good or better than regular well, sausage. I mean, Big fan.
0: Jaeger, who um, is a foodie. I mean, actually likes it, which to me is high praise. You should let your uncle know that the most cynical person in the world actually likes yeah, it. Yeah, no, I think so he too. He kind of poo pooed it, and I was like, "Just fucking try it." Yeah, I know. I know one yeah, yeah. one now, person. He did say, I could always tell the difference between this. And I don't know, know that I could. I don't know if I that was I wolfing could. down that's, a that's sausage biscuit. No, yeah, me. I don't think I would. So know. yeah, so uh, a little play for Impossible Meat, which is in your family. Yeah. Try it seriously. It try is. It. it is good because it's damn good. Yeah,
1: and I will say, only one person I know that doesn't at least like it well enough. The, the most cynical person I know, more cynical than
0: Jaeger, your boss, my wife. Your wife, <laughs> she does not listen. All right. the... With that, we never mentioned sponsors. We don't we're, have to. We're, we're, we're meant, don't have, yeah. we we do not have to do a huge uh, shout out to. Yeah, him, yeah. But, but I, 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 I did
1: we'll, want to we'll... finish your question about my uncle Pat, though. But so, oh, I, so I've, not, I've not got okay. to. I've not got to uh, spend a lot of time with him. I wish I had, but the times that I've got to interact with him have been great. And I do get to. Like my aunt will come out, like maybe once every year or two, and we'll do a little, like a little vacation
0: together. And she's as cool as can be. And maybe one day she'll do our show
1: once yeah once everything gets lined out which and is another it's, great
0: story because somebody from impossible meets listened listen to us like, nah. nah. and said yeah i don't know about and it that. that it wasn't that we were terrible it was that nah, maybe a little too political impossible Meats has could, to could be has to uh, cater to everyone it's, we can't right you know. it's
1: the michael jordan thing right like both parties <laughs> buy sneakers yeah, I, mean, I don't sneakers know exactly sneakers, yeah uh, but no, i'd great. love to have them both on at some point and
0: that was great Trism. we may have to do this again because i feel like i got 10 more questions for you
1: nice yeah you too it's, it's always fun and, and yeah. i like i told you the other day it's always whenever i watch letter as a kid i used to like i wish people would ask letterman questions so i think right. it's fun to sort right, of right. not just talk about topics all the time exactly but, but yeah so uh, bad wolf gaming uh 859-646-6061 uh 711 chestnut 711. street in Berea, and uh, my buddy aaron at berea pond buckshot and lead.com 107 clay drive in berea now i missed him this week i was in tennessee saturday so i didn't get to go by and give him any money but I'll, i will go by this saturday and, and and buy something where were you in tennessee did I do I was celebrating uh, Father's Day with my wife's dad a week late?
0: Yeah, but where in Tennessee?
1: Oh, uh, Harrogate. Right. Oh, right near, over the border. right, right middle's yes, near middle. So we're reaching
0: Tennessee That's this it. weekend. That was yep. Memphis. Nice. Yep. It was nice. So yeah.
1: So definitely, Aaron. Thanks, man. We appreciate everything you guys do for the show. And after I think Troy gave us a bill today, so we're gonna have to come by and see and get a oh, little get a little Daniel? more money from Daniel. yeah. And and Daniel, did Troy gave us a
0: bill today. All right. Dan. Yeah. And
1: and I will say, um, Aaron's been been pretty good he's been man, damn we're here, gonna so we're need gonna, you man gonna have to gonna have to hit up our sponsors yes we
0: are maybe so. impossible meets will write us a check so, <laughs> that, would, that would always be nice do i get to tell a joke
1: you could tell a joke and i've got a top 10 list okay
0: so, so we always finish with your top 10 list is better than my joke i tell you what i can no. do I, since i'm gonna offend you your jewish Jewish sensibility with this joke. I'll do two quick jokes because <laughs> the other one. Can you do an Irish uh, joke to, yes, to offend what, my other half as do. well? So a rabbi and a priest were talking about what they do with the collection plate. And the priest said he had a system where he would sit in his office, probably a room like this. And he had a lot line drawn and he would take the collection plate and throw it. And whatever landed on the other side of the line went to God, whatever stayed on this side of the line was his. And the rabbi said, oh, that's interesting. Father, I do something similar. I take the collection plate, I throw it up in the air. Whatever hits the ground is mine. Whatever stays up, I give to God. <laughs> that's good. Nice. All right, so a little Jewish. Uh, so, so here, this is very quick. You know what the difference between an Irish wake and an Irish wedding is? Do not. One less drunk. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so there you go. You totally offended, insulted both. Both. You offended both. Your yeah, heritage, my heritage. There I you like go. It. All right. Pretty so you, you put together a top ten list. I did. Now, this, cool. is,
1: this is kind of shitty because I put together a top ten list, but I forgot it at home, so I'm reading this off- my notes on my phone. So as I stutter through it, let me apologize in advance.
0: And my joke was brought to you by uh, Brea Pond. And our top 10 list is brought to you by Bad Wolf. Bad, yes. Bad
1: Wolf. Bad MD. Wolf
0: Gaming 7 seven eleven Chestnut. I drove by today, saw Daniel's car there. And I don't know if I'm going to have enough time. Because to tell a family secret, we're going to do a second show after this one. And it may be too late to stop by and see Dan. But I got to get into Sam.
1: Yeah. And and you'll enjoy the, the gambling machine.
0: Yes. It's pretty cool. I will.
1: All right, so this is top 10 surprises from the January 6th hearings. Oh, of nice. course, these are going on. Nice. Uh, and <laughs> here's a little surprise, too. I didn't proofread these. So as I stutter through, again, also for that reason, let me apologize in advance. Top 10 surprises from the recently broadcast January 6th hearings. <laughs> Number 10, the reason Rudy, Rudy Giuliani didn't storm the Capitol was because he had a family reunion. Is <laughs> Rudy Mary's cousin. Actually,
0: see where his son was uh, beaten out? He ran for governor of mayor, uh, governor of mayor, was gonna, governor of New York. I saw he was
1: going to run, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Now, is that his son and cousin? Because I don't know which <laughs> wife that's from. That's true. Oh, okay. Number nine, apparently it wasn't Antifa.
0: No, apparently not, it was not, not Antifa. Antifa. That much we do know. Yeah. That's a great, uh, that, that is really true. Yeah. Because they tried that shit, really did And they? They so really did. So if Trumpy shitty. wanted to go down and join him, it wasn't Antifa. It was not. <laughs>
1: Uh, number eight, the QAnon shaman was actually a Bernie guy. <laughs> it's definitely a surprise. Number seven, apparently blue lives matter only matters when it's convenient. Bingo. Yeah. Number six, the Proud Boys just wanted to hang out with Mike Pence. Yeah. Oh, I messed that up. Let me let me try that again. Number six, the Proud Boys just wanted to hang with ah. Mike Pence. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wrote it funny and then <laughs> fucked it up in the delivery. It actually works better that way. Yeah, they wanted to hang with yeah. Mike Pence. Number five, Donald Trump couldn't call off the January 6th riot because he was binging Tiger King. Nice. Yeah. Number four, Matt Gates couldn't attend the January 6th rally because, because he was at his girlfriend's quinceanera. He's just a creepy bastard. Because he's a creepy bastard.
0: He's just as creepy.
1: Yeah. Apparently, Mitch McConnell was so scared, he hid inside his shell. <laughs> number two, Nancy Pelosi said, I haven't seen this much lawlessness since every day in san francisco no kidding yeah they've got to do something there. yeah and number one mike pence plans to be trump's running mate in 2024 nice That's a surprise
0: nice good for any loyal guy yeah that well there's an interesting question if this guy does get back in which i don't think he i don't think he can now trump but boy who would be his running mate <gasps> yeah he just I, I i don't see how he can run these marjorie taylor green and her jewish space laser maybe? pretty fucking damning haven't they Hearings.
1: It does feel like it, and it's more more so than I thought it would be.
0: Well, I I know we got to get out of here. I, I saw uh, um, um, Jonathan Turley, who's now become a kind of a Fox's conservative legal guy, and he went off script and said. Um, this presentation has been better than any of us thought that it would be. Like Fox was ready to just shit all over it. They didn't broadcast the first night. Now they are broadcasting it and they try and like the Gutfeld kid, I always call him kid. He's like three years younger than me, but he's just such a, jack off right but he'll watch his show some night because they just try and kill but it's like you just can't ignore it you can't yeah. simply ignore it and say oh this is just all Republican right. Democrats well, it, because making, it's hey,
1: kind of all Republicans right it's like kind of all
0: Republicans yeah. and serious Republicans yeah you know? so all right Trison that was great thank you so much thanks to our sponsors Bad Wolf and Brea Pawn and uh, thank you
1: thanks Front Porch Studios Nate at Stoveleg and uh, guys it's been a pleasure right yeah. thanks man
0: thank you Thanks for listening
1: to Extreme Common Sense with Trisden and Ray. We hope you had fun and look forward to taking on another topic next week.